0: Toilet paper shortages, coyotes, and pandemics. Oh my! Welcome to the Almost There Adventure Podcast. Open your eyes. Open your eyes.
1: Open your eyes. Cause we're
0: almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. With your hosts, Savaria Tilden, Jeff Hester. Jason Fitzpatrick.
2: Hey, welcome to the Almost There Adventure podcast. This is uh, kind of a crazy thing. We normally do uh, an, a schedule episodes about once every two weeks and uh, with some exceptions like for Women's History Month, which we just wrapped up. Uh, but these are sort of exceptional times right now. Um, we have the coronavirus just running rampant around the country. We have a lot of trail closures, park closures, a lot of confusion about, you know, is it okay to hike? Should I not hike? Um, you know, what, how should I behave? And we thought it'd be a, a nice time to just maybe do a special episode about this, in you know, kind of crazy, weird time that we're in and talk a little bit about, you know, what we're doing and what we can do in spite of, you know, things like shelter-in-place policies in some places and uh, quarantines and illnesses. What can we do when we're stuck inside? So we're going to talk a little bit about that and try to keep it really positive. So my co-host uh, Jason Fitzpatrick and Severia Tolden are here with me. Hi guys. Hey. Hey. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. We should add that we are social distancing. We're not not recording together in the uh, the almost There HQ as we normally do. We're, we're on a Skype call and then we're recording separately in our digital recorders. So we are practicing our social distancing and being good citizens as, as everyone should be.
2: Yeah, we're miles away. I was yeah.
3: gonna say extreme <laughs> social distancing.
2: <laughs> but it's a good it's a good reminder. I mean, you know, the technology is a great tool to allow us to kind of reduce the distance between us. Even though we're not sitting in the same room, you know, we can hear each other, we can see each other, and uh, we can still connect.
0: Yeah, and and to answer your other question, I mean, I'm doing pretty well, you know, a little, I, I mean, we're all outdoorsy people, so, you know, you do, I'm kind of stir crazy, as I assume you are, and a lot of, a lot of our listeners are, and I'm eating way too many snacks, that's, that's not good. Severia, how yeah. about you?
3: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, because, um, you know, we have, we're a mile away from a really great trail system, so um and because I was training for a trail running race my husband and I had been doing a lot of like running to the trail system and heading out on the trails and it's been really great um and up until about a week ago it's been pretty you know easy to social distance and keep away from people but obviously this past weekend um I think everyone just took the message of like it's okay to hike or it's okay to go outside and everybody flocked to the trails um so we got close to the parking area and went oh this is bad and just left um and kept running and it turned into this like really great day because like on sunday i just ran five miles through the neighborhoods of pasadena and it was kind of nice because one there weren't very many cars so in a lot of ways it was actually very private and nice and like i was like literally running down the middle of the street (laughs) because i could because there was no cars and it just i just wandered through the neighborhoods and it was nice to see You know, that the people were still out, like, walking, but, like, being, you know, with their families and separate and um, still getting that fresh air and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so I think um, I feel very fortunate, too, that I live in a place that is safe to do that, to, you know, go out to the neighborhoods um, and that I have options. So I think I was thinking a lot this past weekend over um, about that, that there's some people who, you know, live in an apartment or don't have a yard and when you're saying like oh you should get fresh air and go outside yeah what does that mean so for me it was sort of like a no-brainer like i live someplace that's safe it's easy for me to give up my trails which i have access to often to hang out in the neighborhoods because i can aside from the fact that i got chased by a coyote
0: you got chased by a coyote? I did.
3: It was. I was like running down the street and this guy in a car pulls up next to me and he starts yelling at me. And I'm thinking like, no, no, like I'm not I'm not around anybody. Like I thought he wasn't mad at me for running. And he goes, no, there's a coyote. There's a coyote coming down behind you. And I turn around and there was a coyote not doing like the coyote trot. You know, I like the coyotes like it was like full on running. I ran across the street, hid behind this guy's car, (laughs) and then it, like, ran into it, like, ran off, like, up the street into a park. It was a little, yeah, see? L.A., it's dangerous. There's wildlife everywhere.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if it had rabies or something, because that's, I mean, I've never heard of, like, a grown adult being, you know, usually your cats and your small dogs are are snacks for them, but... I've never heard of one attacking a human or a coyote wolf. I don't yeah. know. Was it big?
3: And well, and like I said, no, like it was definitely a coyote. Like, and I don't think it was the way it was running. So, the, the, I like two things went through my mind first, right? One was like, "Oh my gosh, it's coming for me," and then it kept it ran past me. When I ran across the street, it ran past me, and I and then all of a sudden I had this lot of like. Ooh, what's chasing it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the bigger concern yeah, right? is
3: not the coyote, but what the coyote is running from. So
0: seriously, <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 mountain lions have taken all the quiet as a signal to come down and re- repopulate the city uh, basin. Exactly. Uh, something like that.
2: Well, uh, for us, let's see. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I, you know, Jason and I had hiked one of the six pack of peaks and. Yeah, you know, we were talking about when we're gonna do our next one and, and that's kind of been all put on hold for now. The, um, I, the last hike I did, you know, hike quote unquote, was uh, a two mile jaunt with the dogs in Griffith Park on Saturday morning. And we got to Ferndale and I thought, oh, there's a lot of cars here, but you know, everyone seems to be spaced out. And we did pretty well. It was actually, we were able to maintain social distancing you know, a few times we had to wait for you know off to the side and let somebody pass or whatever and we were fine and then on the trails themselves it was great um however as every you guys have noted you know things went kind of crazy after that and i yeah. you know all kinds of people showing up all over the place which is now and of course they're saying let's we need i think we need to shut this down because people aren't respecting the social distancing and uh and that's the consequence this is why we can't have nice things you know <laughs> yeah but um yeah and so and the other the other big change is that my wife is working from home so um you know i work from home normally i that's not a huge change we're not going anywhere so we're kind of hunkered down um uh, my wife joan she's that's new for her and so she's adjusting to that you know and everything that goes with it so so um, jeff I,
3: that actually is something i want to talk to you about because. For me, like, I work from home all the time, too, and it's honestly, like, it's one of those weird things, like, this is what I do, like, I work from home, like, it should be no different. And last week, I just felt like everything was upside down, and I don't know if it's just because I'm looking at my business in a different way, or just, you know, like, my husband was home, too, or like the world just seems upside down but it was definitely not business as usual even though it should have been business as usual does that make sense
2: it totally makes sense and i think it is because the world is upside down we're okay. living in the upside down land right now the yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah it's crazy i think
0: one thing i think one thing that's that's kind of adds to that is like even if you are working or even if you are say not doing anything you always have this freedom to go and sort of do whatever you want outside or go to the grocery market, or go to a restaurant, or go meet friends. You have that freedom. So now that kind of, you don't anymore. So it's like, even if you, it's not something you were planning on doing, or you were, whatever, now that you don't have that sort of ability, or that freedom to just do it it, it, it definitely feels, it makes you, I think it makes you feel a little bit more trapped, or a little bit more confined in your space. Even if you are a homebody, or even if you are, you know, working from home, or at, at home most of the time. Yeah, yeah well i think i think that's part of what we're seeing at the parks um
2: i think that you know a lot of the people who were showing up at the parks over the weekend were um people who probably wouldn't have gone except for the fact that they said oh this is something you can do you can get outside and you can go to the park yeah. and so they
0: all went yeah you know uh so jeff i think you did um for, for one of the, the many sites that you manage and you and you moderate uh for the socal hikers you did a really great sort of rundown of like what's safe, what's not safe, you know, where you can hike, where you shouldn't hike, how much social distancing you should have. Uh, Do you want to maybe run down some of the things just in your research over the last couple of weeks that you found?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, first of all, it's all happened very quickly. Everything's really fluid and it's changing not only day by day, but it seems like hour by hour. So um, one of the first things, you know, we had a lot of people asking, you know, is it okay, is it allowed for me to hike? And there's, there's kind of two components to that. One is, is it, you know, legal for me to hike? Um, and the second one, is it safe for me to hike? And those are kind of, the answers might be different. And so we were getting deluged with questions about that, and so I decided to put together a post on SoCalHiker.net to try to answer some of that and give some clarity to the situation. You know, obviously we saw retailers like REI and Patagonia shutting their retail outlets. Um, We saw runs on toilet paper all over the place. Uh, Fortunately, I'm okay at the moment, but you know, at some point I might have to get creative. and, and a lot of questions about whether or not you can hike. And that's changing where parks are being closed, trails are being closed. They're becoming more restrictive about staying at home and staying um, in your neighborhood even, not even going out to uh, a trail system necessarily. So it depends on where you live. The rules are going to be different. And kind of what I've been saying is go to, um, be sure you, you uh, check with, the local governance. So in the state of California, where we, the three of us live, we have, you know, uh, Governor Newsom has some decrees. We have local decrees for Los Angeles or for San Diego or for the Bay area. And, and then even down to the city, you know, so it's important that you're aware of what is coming from the city or the location. The second thing is uh, for the parks themselves, a lot of the park systems have uh were initially open but now they're they're shutting down because people were not respecting the uh, social distancing which says stay at least six feet apart Uh, you don't hike with friends you can hike either solo or you could hike with uh, members of your of the same household and um, and that was one thing i saw when we were out at griffith park over the weekend we did see people that did not look like they were part of the same household, They were, but they were in a group you of know, three or four or five. They were maintaining social distance from other groups, but not among themselves, and that's a problem. Um, so it's gotten to the point now where basically I'm recommending folks just kind of stay home as much as possible. If, I mean, I recognize that people, you know, hiking is great for your, your physical health, it's great for your mental health, but at this point in time we need to make a sacrifice and that's going to be probably one of them for a lot of in a lot of locations around the country obviously it's going to depend on the region it's going to depend on your particular situation you might live on acres and you know be lucky enough to be able to wander around on your own property which would be really cool Um, i live in an apartment and that's not so possible so we're walking in the dog in the neighborhood and kind of hanging out close to home so um the, uh, the one of the one of the, the big things though, that I kind of emphasize over and over again is that um, people shouldn't ask social media for the definitive answer. You know, like don't throw a question up to Facebook on a group or Twitter and say, hey, is it OK to hike at Griffith Park or is that open or is it closed? Because you're going to get 10 different answers from 10 different people. The, the right thing to do and the smart thing to do right now and really anytime is to check with the governing agency. So look it up, you know, Google it, find out, you know, the Griffith Park official website, go there or, or whatever the, the place you want to go. Go to that official website and see what the, the current conditions are. Um, uh, you know. I'll, a lot of people are really asking questions about like through hiking there's people starting the pacific crest trail right now and right now it's it's not illegal to do that um however all of the the big long trails like the the pct the cdt and the appalachian trail the at they've all been recommending hikers cancel or postpone their plans because of COVID 19. so i think it's important that we um Really think twice about that. And there's some good reasons for that, because as we pass, you know, a lot of the places you pass through for resupply and things like that um, are small towns that don't have a lot of hospital beds. And that's kind of the real problem, is that as um, as the virus spreads and people get sick and need hospitalization, there's a limit to the number of hospital beds and there's a limit to the number of ventilators that can keep them alive. So um, uh, that's the real concern, and a lot of the mountain towns, Big Bear, uh, Mammoth, and so forth, are saying, "Don't come, don't try to shelter here. That's we're not your escape plan. Uh, stay, stay where you are." And so that's what we're recommending.
3: Yeah, and talk about things changing quickly, Jeff um, Mac, who we had on our, um, who we interviewed, who's I think his show is coming up, um, did a blog post on the twentieth and basically all three of the big trails so Pacific Crest, Appalachian, and Continental are all officially requesting hikers to sp- postpone or cancel.
2: Right. Right.
3: So yeah. and he has a great he has a great article about it and sort of the, the why behind it, right? So not just the what, but the why.
2: Uh yeah. So
3: I mean, I think, you know, Jeff, I think the the thing here and I, your article was great and I really appreciated it. Um but again, it's like I think the reality is, for most of us, this is disappointing. It's a bummer. Um, there's, like, kind of emotions attached to it. But in a lot of ways, this is, I mean, hiking and the stuff that we do outdoors, like getting out of the trails and peak bagging and all those things, these are non-essential things. They're, you know, they're things we enjoy. They're hobbies. They're passions. There's things we love. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that definitely falls in the non-essential category. Right. Um You know, moving our bodies, getting outside, breathing fresh air, like, you know, going for a walk around the neighborhood. I think those are the things that we should be doing every day anyways. (laughs) So um, I think it's a it's a good time for us to sort of, you know, look at that as. Step back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's one of the things, uh, you know, we have. Of course, I organized something called the Six Pack of Peaks Challenge Series, and I've out a call to our challengers and just ask them to press pause for now on their challenge and with the hopes that uh, we can flatten the curve and maybe some of the restrictions on hiking and things can can be re- loosened in a few months and we can get back out there before the end of the year so that's my hope and, and maybe even sooner you know that the, the sooner the better um, as soon as it's safe So, you know, that's kind of what we're recommending right now is that folks just kind of press pause. Doesn't mean that you won't do it. Doesn't mean you won't do it again. It won't do it in a few months. It just means maybe not right now. So what are the (laughs) with that in mind? You know, what do you do? Like a, a lot of people and myself included, hiking is a big part of how I stay fit and how I exercise. So for me, I'm trying to I'm kind of rethinking how I get my my cardio for example and so one of the key ways that i've been doing that is i've got an indoor cycle and i'm spending more time cycling indoors totally good great workout and i'm not putting anyone at risk i'm not exposing anybody i'm not exposing myself to anybody so um, uh, that's one way to do it there's a lot of other ways that people can get exercise without going out. And, and even just like you said, Severia, a walk in the neighborhood. You know, I'm walking the dogs around the block and that sort of thing. And that's that's healthy for them. It's healthy for me. And uh, it doesn't, I can still practice social distancing and, and, and uh, stay safe.
3: I mean, like I, like I said, I went um, for a run on Sunday. And <laughs> the funny part was, like for most of it, I was going through neighborhoods. So I just ran on the street because <laughs> like, there was no cars, because like people it's... are because people are at home, so there's no cars. So like, you know, so people it was almost like the streets were the cycling and running lane, and the sidewalks were the walking lane because, like, on a sidewalk, you know, everyone can like you know, easily just like moderate their speed. Yes. Um, and I just ran, you know, just ran the street. Obviously, like when there was cars, I was up on the sidewalk, not being unsafe. but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was actually really easy to be outside in a way that's healthy. Um, and so I'm still trying to commit to like 30 minutes, an hour, like of some sort of outside exercise, whether it's walking the dog, going for a run, um, and just doing it in a way that's safe, you know? And I think you said something the other day when we were texting, which was so funny. It's like, it's almost like a game of real life Frogger. (laughs) Yes. And I was totally laughing because at one of the parks, you know, like, you know, we were going, we cut through a park and it got a little bit that way because everyone was on the path. We just moved to the grass. Like... Do you, I mean, like there was still plenty of room if you just sort of just give each other some space and just sort of breathe. And it was we were able to, yeah, I don't know, yeah, maintain or our some, social distance and make it a little creative.
2: Yeah, same thing. Walking the dogs, we've been, oh, uh, cross, somebody's coming towards us down the sidewalk. Let's cross the street. Yeah, you know, and, and it would kind of uh, determine: do we turn left? Do we turn right? Do we go straight? We get to an intersection. Yeah. Well, let's see. Is there come somebody coming this way? Okay, we go the other way.
3: I would also like to, um, point out that another good thing in this is, I do, I do this anyways, I'm that person on the trail, but, you know, I'm also making sure that in those moments when you are crossing the street or you're avoiding somebody, that I'm saying, like, hi, good morning, like, that we're still being social, and that we're still, like, making that connection, and if possible, like, making that eye contact with the person, and just, again, so it's not, we can maintain the physical distance, but also be social. So another friend of mine was talking about that, too, she was like, she's like, I, it should be like physical distancing, not social distancing, because we actually, in some ways, right. can still be social
0: right. and st-
3: still say hello to people and stuff like that, but from a, dis- from a physical distance.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel like people have been, like just on my jogs and, and when I've been, people have been more likely to wave and more yeah. likely to, you know what I mean? I think everyone's a little cooped up and everyone, yeah. you know, everyone, there's like this, hey, look what we're going through. So people seem to be a little bit more... Uh, more friendly in that regard, at least in my neighborhood. And, and I live in a friendly neighborhood. It's just, you know, you usually joggers are kind of into their, you know, into their, whatever the rhythm or into their, their workout. Now people seem to be more apt to wave and smile and, you know, well, acknowledge each other. We
2: have a shared experience. All of us are going yes. through this. All of us are, yeah. all of us are, our lives are disrupted. All of us, you know, many of us are, um, you know, our jobs have been disrupted, people have lost their jobs or they've lost their source of income and that's, that's really scary and frustrating. And um, so there's all kinds of things going on in people's heads. And the fact that we kind of are going through this together is something that we share in common. So, we, you know, I think this will be one of those things where we look back someday, hopefully, and uh, we're able to go, remember that time, you know, when, when that happened? And uh, hopefully, we've learned something. We learned some things from that. So, uh, Jason, we were just talking about some of the things that we're doing to kind of maintain fitness during this. What are some other things that we can do um, when we're kind of stuck, you know, hunkering down, you know, sheltering in place, when we're staying in our, in our home with our family? Um, I came up with a few ideas. Um, and, and you probably guys, you guys probably have a few of your own. but. Like one of mine that I, I, I plan to do is kind of go through my gear closet, and I have an air mattress that I know has a hole in it somewhere, and I've <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting it off ever since we did the Wonderland Trail, and I just need to you know put some water in the tub, you know immerse it, you know spend some time debugging it and finding where that hole is and patching it. So I'm going to go through and and similar, similarly with all my gear, go through, clean, maintain you know, restore, waterproofing, you know, get it all organized. It's a great opportunity for me to do that. in, and, and it helps me kind of prepare and think of the
0: adventures that I will be taking when this is all done. I'm, I'm actually, like I think I was, I was telling you earlier, Jeff, before, I'm actually kind of going opposite of everyone and that I'm actually kind of busy with the work work. Um, I think I'm set up to work at home. So probably about half my work was from home before. And now all of it is from home. So I've actually been reasonably busy and haven't had like, I mean, I've had a little bit of time, but I've kind of relaxed on the little bit of time I've had or obviously spent too much time looking at CNN and and that kind of stuff. I think which we're all doing. Uh, So I haven't had all that much. I mean, I'm kind of like part of me is like, Oh, what will I do with all this time? But that time has not actually appeared for me yet. So like I'm trying to get out and maybe jog today. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm threatening to do push-ups. We'll see what happens <laughs> with that as far as stay-at-home fitness. I'm just threatening, but I've been threatening for years and it hasn't happened. So we'll see if this is uh, finally the thing that gets me to actually exercise my upper body a little bit. I don't know.
3: I was going to say, if either of you two give me one of those uh, push-up challenges, it's over between us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do not. Do not send me a push-up challenge.
3: Do, you two yeah. better not <laughs> send me that push-up challenge. <laughs>
2: I think you're uh, safe. I think you're safe.
0: I've also just like, uh, as other creative people know, like I've been doing some a lot of fun creative stuff. Um, a good friend of mine um, is, a, is a great actor and, and a, and a well, like very accomplished improv actor uh, named Gary Anthony Williams. And we've been doing these little um, like one minute videos every day where he sends like another improv artist, um, like a, just a, lot, a bunch of lines he says, and then they do improv around it. And then I've been kind of editing and piecing those together and just doing silly stuff with them. So that's been kind of fun to just you know, do some creative kind of silly stuff. It, it you know cheers cheers you up and it kind of takes you out of the the kind of drudgery of being being locked up in your own house.
2: That is super fun. Well, I, another thing that I think that a lot of people could do and that I plan to do is still start planning things for you know after this is over. Yep. You know. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, uh, Jason, you and I, we've got a, a trip plan to climb Mount Rainier in May and they haven't officially called it off yet I'm kind of you know wait holding my breath waiting for that to happen it seems pretty imminent uh yeah but I even if they do I think we'll plan to just reschedule that for some future date perhaps next year um and uh, and continue on so all of the work that we're doing kind of going through the gear and training and kind of getting mentally prepared for this will not go to waste
0: no yeah and i think like i mean no one knows how long this is really going to last right i mean you have like a lot maybe in your head and everyone's head and there's like a long and a short you know kind of span that this could take but i i mean there's certainly no threat in like why not make plans for july and august and september you know i mean it may don't make big expensive plans that you can't you know that might get canceled, but, you know, hey, start, you know, hey, let's, hey, get some friends together and say, hey, if, if we're able to travel in July, in July, why don't we go here, you know, and start making those plans, because like, I always kind of need to have something on the calendar down the road to look forward to, you know what I mean, like, when you're busy or whatever, you're like, oh, I just, you know, just two months, and I have this trip, or just a month, and I have this trip, so, so there, again, keep planning, I mean, again, there's a chance that it might not happen, you know, but but you know, I I you know, I'd say there's a decent chance things later on in in summer will 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 be possible. So, you know, why not why not make those plans now?
3: There's also yeah. a really great silver lining to all this, which is these outdoor activities that we love to do and these places that we get that we want to go, they're not going anywhere. Yes, right? exactly. So, like the good news is, you know, Mount Rainier will be there and the trails hopefully will be there and, you know, so I think that's another really great piece to all this.
2: Right. It's, yeah, not, it's sure. not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to remember for a lot of these things. You know, things happen and um, you can't, that are out of your control. But, uh, and, and when I was younger, I used to get really wound up about that. Like, oh, but this is my chance. This is what I'm going to do it. You know, I had it all planned. And, and as I've aged, I kind of mellowed out a little bit. And I know that... You know, there's, there's next year or there's next season or there's next month. You know, there's always a chance down the road to um, kind of take another stab at it. So, um, I, one of the things that I, I'm looking forward to doing is playing around with some micro adventures and just in our yard and in our neighborhood. And I'm gonna
0: take- severia's Severia is being viciously attacked by a dog right now, so. <laughs> on the video. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> on the video. Sorry.
0: Awesome. That's okay. Sorry, Jeff. I mean to interrupt. That's okay. Um, one of the so micro adventures. I'm gonna. I
2: have a little macro lens attachment for my iPhone. I'm gonna go out and just do a little photo, you know, tour of my neighborhood and see what kind of interesting things that I can see. Kind of like what Severia. Uh, had talked about just you know spending time in the neighborhood and really appreciating that uh, that space and um, you know seeing things through a new new uh, perspective.
3: Yeah, I feel like this could be a really good time for like the whole citizen science movement, right? Of mm-hmm. like going out and like tracking like what's in the neighborhood and you know what plants and um, all that kind of stuff. It could be really fun. You could also start your like bird life list. I think that's I've heard that's a thing for birders, right? you your life list, start in your neighborhood.
0: i'm speechless yeah (laughs) jason's like
3: no i am not starting my bird list
0: (laughs) yeah you first you know it's funny i like i like birds i like
2: birds they taste good
3: (laughs) 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 okay okay wait that's a horrible segue but especially because what i'm gonna be talking about is like vegetarian vegan mostly but
2: sorry sorry sorry
3: okay so like true confessions. Have you guys like panic bought anything? like did you ever did you ever have, have you had that moment yet? We were like, ohH I need to buy like X or like have a panic moment
0: i I over I bought more coffee than normal. that not not crazy, but I bought like, you know, I had about a half pound. and usually I would just get another pound like when I got to a quarter pound, but at a half pound I bought two more pounds <laughs> just to be sure. Of course, at that time, my local coffee shop, was open, you know, and in and a social distancing, and they were doing social distancing, like only three people were allowed in at once, and all this. But they did close as of today. They're closed for at least a week, oh no, or a week and a half. I know, so so I'm kind of happy I did that. So now I'm, I'm relying on that. But but no, I mean, you know, and I missed the I, I missed the toilet paper train. I'm okay for now, but but you know that was that was all gone by the time I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on with this toilet paper? And then it was all gone, and I kind of assumed that it would like. It would appear quicker than it has. It has not rematerialized, you know. Luckily, as a hiker backpacker, I have a few rolls of like the backpacking ones, so I have like an emergency emergency stash. My mom, she wasn't hoarding for this specifically. She just is always like she buys like crazy bulk whenever she buys that kind of stuff. So she had like a whole bunch that she had bought months ago, and still was. She has like a year supply at all times. So I got. She gave me some, so I'm good. But but yeah, that was a. Uh, that was a little troubling when you, when you look at the shelf and there's none and then like every day you go and there's still none uh, but yeah no 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 crazy panic buying I'm trying not to because I do feel that it's really kind of inconsiderate and you know other people need need stuff and I don't I mean I don't know we'll see if it gets worse but I don't I don't see like the food chain and those sort of essential things breaking down because of, of this as bad as this is it's not you know it's not Ebola it's not something that has some crazy 80% fatality rate. So they're going to they're going to have to figure out ways where people can continue to get groceries and that kind of stuff. So I don't see that breaking down, you know, for any long extended period of time and and hopefully not at all. So. So, yeah, I'm not panic buying. Jeff, what about
3: you? Yeah,
0: not yet.
2: Uh, (laughs) I did have a little, you know, and anxiety about my coffee situation. So it's good to know that, you know, Jason's got tons of it because I. uh, you know, I might go over there and do some looting at some point.
0: Well, you have all my instant coffee. Oh, that is true. <laughs> like, I, I, that's right. I'm, I'm, already no, <laughs> that.
2: I'm already you holding are. it. hostage. Yeah, you yeah. Are. So, oh, goodness, so I actually terrible. I ordered some coffee online and and got you know like a 20 ounce bag that just came yesterday. And so I'm I'm good for a while. You know, I don't I don't drink as much coffee as Jason does. So um,
0: not many do. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that
2: was my, that was my, and, and even then I was like, you know, if I didn't get coffee, I'd be fine. You know, I might have a headache for a day and you know, there's Advil. So um, I'm not too worried about it.
3: Yeah, my panic buy was, um, <laughs> I bought a whole bunch of good to goes because I was like, okay, if I, maybe I need like dehydrated food and this is like a win, 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 right? Because like one, they taste really good. Two, if I don't eat the, like if I have to eat them at home, I'm fine, fa- that's good. If I don't eat them, I have all my backpacking food for the next, like, two summers. (laughs) And, you know, and I'm supporting Jen. So I was like, you know, that was my one panic buy. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, I have
0: a lot. I have a lot stacked up. The only problem is, is all the ones I have stacked up are the ones that I don't want to (laughs) eat. So I have, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, things that I'm not all that interested in eating. Like, you know, in, in my massive box of dehydrated stuff over the years. A lot of times, you know, you go for a trip. And you just kind of buy a bunch of stuff, you know, and you just, you're just kind of looking and, and it's like, you, you know, at the time it seems like a good idea, but then you get home and you look at it, you're like, do I really want to eat this? Yeah. Like on the trail. So I have a lot of those, do I really want to eat this on the trail meals. Yep. That's um, all I have some, left, too. Yeah. And then I have some that I really like, but I, but like, I have like some of like the, um, what is that? That breakfast, that Mountain House breakfast burrito or breakfast mixed it's like the potatoes yep and it's good but i have a bunch of those because i bought a bulk of them a while back for for a longer trip and i have a bunch of those so i guess I, I can go into those and those will be fine i'll just have you know burritos for dinner um or or if i can't buy tortillas you know <laughs> that for dinner uh but but yeah no, I, no no panic buying on the dehydrated food but i don't think that's going to shut down you know certain things like i went uh, i'm doing my mom shopping for her because i don't want her to go into the supermarket yep And um, one of the only thing on the list, on her list that I couldn't buy was bacon. So like the two things the store didn't have that Ralph's didn't have was toilet paper and bacon. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, So maybe I'm gonna like, if I see an opportunity to grab bacon, you know, I'm grabbing two, one for me and one for my mom, so. Nice.
2: (laughs) There's probably some kind of correlation between bacon eating and uh, toilet paper usage. There could be, there could be. I think there is, yeah so we reached out to some of our outdoor friends to get their ideas for sort of weathering the coronavirus situation that we're dealing with and and how can you really um keep the you know flame the stoke for the outdoors when you're stuck indoors and so let's hear what they have to say well first up is yolanda owings nowicki she calls herself her trail name is solo yolo
1: Hey, 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 Solo Yolo here with some tips and ideas to still get some fresh air in the midst of our stay-at-home order. First, take up gardening. This is a great time to plant some flowers in your yard or transplant your houseplants that are begging for more space. I'm no green thumb, but I've done some gardening in the past couple of days and it sure is good for the soul. I can't promise that my poor plants will survive at my home, but heck, it's worth a try. If I can do it, you can do it too. Go green! Take a stroll in your local neighborhood. We still need exercise, after all. Go early or go late to avoid the crowds. Get some fresh air. We humans need a little fresh air and a whole lot of nature. Exercise does a body good. I think that's a milk commercial, but you know what I mean. Bring your gym set or your stationary bike outside of your house and work out. It gives you a sense of being outdoors. Your neighbors might think you're a little weird, but heck, who cares? Some people just don't understand our passion for nature. Woohoo! get your sweat on. Finally, erect a tent in your backyard, have a barbecue, make s'mores, tell ghost stories to your kids, scaring the bejesus out of them. That's our job as parents, right? (laughs) You'll wake up the next morning all stiff and sore from the hard ground, but it's surely worth it and will provide many laughs and memories to come. I'm sure you can come up with many more ideas to still opt outside and yet follow the state's directive. Be safe and save a life, as the Dos Equis dude would say. I don't always stay home, but when I do, I have a boatload of fun. Stay well, my friends, and happy trails. Signing off, Solo Yolo. Now let's hear from uh,
2: Carla Amador. She's co-founder of the Fifty Two Hike Challenge, and she was—you may remember her from episode one of our podcast—sharing her view of what to do.
4: Hi, everyone. This is Carla Amador. I'm the co-founder of the 52 Hike Challenge, and I wanted to just remind everyone that you know, in this time, we need to remember we are all connected. And what that means is that we need to stand united and help one another. um, Instead of like shaming and, you know, putting people down, we need to remind people kindly that their actions may hurt us, uh, etc. Reminders of, you know, that we all need to work together so that we aren't spreading, you know, the coronavirus, for example, or causing closures of our parks. And so if we can work together, we're going to get better outcomes than making people feel horrible for whatever it is that they may have done. In to be honest with you, it could be just a lack of awareness and knowledge. Um, So I just want to remind you guys to use that a part of communication that we forget about. You know, a lot of times we act out on emotion and we forget, you know, sometimes people are just new and they just don't know or they need a kind reminder. Now, that's not to say that people won't take offense to it, but all we can do is do our part. Let's be kind to one another. Let's show each other the way and hopefully we'll get through this much quicker that way.
2: And Casey Schreiner from Modern Hiker... Um, who was just in episode seven uh, during our taste test of the good-to-go foods. He's sharing some great advice for
5: how to survive the, the pandemic. Hey guys, this is Casey Schreiner from Modern Hiker here. And if you are stuck inside with some cabin fever and your parks and trails are closed and you don't have great green space in your neighborhood, um, now is a great time to actually read some outdoor writing. That's really good and really inspiring. Most uh, public libraries are still open for ebooks, and there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of wonderful books, old and new, written about the outdoors uh, to inspire you and to keep you energized for when those trails and parks reopen again. Uh, whether you're into public policy or outdoor psychology or Native American perspectives, Everything is out there. There's great stuff to read. I'm going through my library wish list right now, uh, and I look forward to being on the trails with y'all very, very soon.
2: Next up, we've got Adam Buchanan, who is a consultant and advisor and specializes in social media. In fact, he formerly set up the social media program at Columbia Sportswear.
5: So my tip to stoke alive with people who want to enjoy the outdoors is get a solo stove. My solo stove is phenomenal. It's it's the bonfire version. You set it up in the backyard, get a little, it it burns super super nice. Doesn't produce a lot of smoke. It's an incredible design. Go outside, and if you don't have a backyard that you can do a little fire at, find a place where you can go. Uh, You know, you're not adding too much traffic to the trails or, or getting near other people. But I hope that you can. Find something that you can enjoy just close to home, something that makes you feel like you're experiencing, it, even though you might not be able to do the normal adventure that you always wanted to. Best of luck, my friend. I hope you continue to enjoy the outdoors. And
2: last up, we have Chris Soonan. You can find him online at The Last Adventurer. And he's got, a, I think, a really good message that we all need to remember about
5: positivity. Hey guys, last adventure here, sharing a tip to keep the stoke going. My tip is super simple: positivity, guys. Even in these challenging times. Even when you're adventuring, things can get tough. You gotta have that positive attitude to get you through it. Times are super tough right now. Time this is the best time to work on your positive attitude. Make the best out of everything. I think Albert Camus said it best. In the middle of winter, I found in myself an invincible summer. Every one of us has that invincible summer in them. You got to find that invincible summer, nurture it, love it, and feel the positive spirit. That is my tip, guys. Positivity, got to have it. Adventurers need it today. Positivity. Good luck out there. Stay safe and be safe.
0: Well, those were great. Hey, thanks uh, to all all of our friends for for sending out those messages to everyone. Guys, do you guys have any final thoughts before we we shut this down?
2: You know, I would just like to say, um, let's all, you know, keep a positive light, you know, try to keep that positive focus. And um, if you have suggestions for, you know, how we can weather the storm, what what are you doing to help make this a little bit more tolerable and uh, pleasant? Uh, Maybe let us know, leave a comment, um, share, share you what you're doing to get through this coronavirus, uh, quarantine time.
3: Yeah, I would say, you know, definitely share and also like share some of your aspirations, share some of the things that are keeping you inspired and, uh, things that you're going to be looking forward to.
2: That's a great suggestion.
0: Yeah. And I would just say, you know, again, this is terrible. This is awful. But, but keep in mind that the steps they're asking all of us are to take are to help, you know, to help everyone, you know, and you may not be in the risk factor, you know, but you probably know someone who's in the risk factor or certainly someone you know, knows someone who has an extra risk factor. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal to just just take a little break and, you know, this will come to an end and you, you will be able to do all those things that you love soon. So just, you know, try to do your best to, to, to listen to the regulations. You know, they're trying their best. This is a very hard and trying time for everyone, including the government officials and the, the city and, and every level. So let's just all try to, you know, do what's best and, and what's kind for each other. And, you know, we'll, we'll get through this. And, and, you know, the outdoors, as Severia said earlier, the outdoors isn't going anywhere. So we'll be back out there soon.
3: And thank goodness. You have an awesome podcast to listen to
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, right. yeah how, can, how
2: can we forget uh, that? you have you know, mean... seven eight episodes yeah. to queue up.
0: yeah, you have eight whole episodes. that's eight whole hours of of quarantine time. Excellent. I'm listening to the almost air adventure podcast. We've been yeah.
3: say, We've been saying we're adventure quarantinees. We gotta yes. like-
0: <laughs> Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this special edition of the Almost There Adventure podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at almost there underscore AP. If you'd like to follow Severia, she's at Adventurous Women. That's adventure_us_women. Women. Jeff is at the SoCal Hiker, and I'm at the Mirror Project. We're back to you every other week, so in around two weeks, make sure to check out our next episode dedicated to the Wonderland Trail, which Jeff and I hiked last year with our friend Derek. Severia gets to put us in the hot seat, and then we're going to hear from our friends Paulina and Mac, who had very different adventures from ours on the same trail. And of course, as always, thanks for listening.